0: Okay, this week is Parsha's Boy. Parsha's Boy is the Parsha of UCS Mitzrayim, right? It's all been a lead-up. We had the Golas of Mitzrayim. We had, last week, we had the first seven Makos. Thoughts? So so yes. And uh, this week, we have the final three Makos, and then the actual UCS hey, Mitzrayim. Now, by UCS Mitzrayim, we get a new name as a people. We're suddenly called Hashem's Army. Svo <laughs> <So it's laughs> Hashem. Um, it's a new name for the Jewish people that's associated with living in Mitzrayim. It's mentioned a number of times in this week's Parsha. Um, let's see I uh, have here three examples from this week's Parsha. Um, Hashem tells us the Mitzvah of eating Matzah and Pesach. He says, On this very day, if they're coming out of Egypt, or they're coming out of the archery, ice trees. What is it? Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tonight we, tonight we, uh, we give um, a special permission to no come over late night. Yeah, yeah. really. Yep. We should have high rock. Thank you. This one for our room. Okay, so we're saying that in this week we talk about leaving Mitzrayim, leaving Egypt, and when we leave Egypt, Hashem calls us His Tzva'os, or Tzv'os Hashem, which is the armies of Hashem, the hosts of Hashem, and there's three psukim here, where the Jewish people are called with this name. So the first one is, I took out, again, the hosts, or the armies of the Jewish people from Mitzrayim, you should guard this day forever. That's the first time. It's in this week's Parshall chapter 12, verse 17. A little bit later in the same chapter, at the end of 430 years, Again, we're, again, we're called Tzivos Hashem, the armies of Hashem, we left Mitzrayim. And then a little bit later, later, later come later, again, and that's a, it's a very amazing idea as we leave Mitzrayim is really our birth as a nation. And we're called again and again, Sivos Hashem, the host, the armies of Hashem. What's another word of host? What else? How would you define that? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll go You'll a little more it? into the word a little bit later. Yeah, But the word used here again and again in this week's is we're called Sivos Hashem, again, the armies of Hashem. Now, that name and the meaning of that name has, is very interesting in Halacha, both in regarding to Hashem and regarding to ourselves. Because it's interesting, there's all conversation in Gemara and in Halacha about the name Svaos as being one of the names of Hashem. Yeah. Right. right? So here we have a Gemara Mesechta Shavuos in the second paragraph. The Gemara Shavuos, hey, it doesn't say the Amud, I think it's Amud Beis says, Tanarabona. And this is the halacha. It says, Kasaf Aleph Lamid No, Of course, the name Elohim is one of the names of Hashem. What if you just write the first two letters? Aleph Lamid. Which is also a name of Hashem, right? Then we call Kael. So, Aleph Lamid, or Yud, Hey. If you write the first two letters, Hashem, You have the four-letter name of Hashem. You have the first two letters, the Yud and then the Hey. Also a name of Hashem. Also, Hariza Eino Nimchak. So one is not allowed to erase this, right? You know, if you write Hashem's name, you're not allowed, not allowed to erase in any form. Now, what if you write Dalid from Shindalad Yud? Right? Another name of Hashem is Shindalad Yud, Shakai. If you write the first two letters, Shindalad, or Aleph Dalad Me'adnai. You write the Aleph Dalid out of the first two letters of the word Adnai. Or Tzadi Beis Mitzvos, the Tzadik and Beis Harez and Nimchak. Then you could erase them. In other words, the idea of this Salatah is, there are certain names of Hashem that part of the name is already considered a name as well. So the Aleph Lama, of Velokim, is the name of Hashem. The Yud and the hay of the Yud K'vav is the name of Hashem. But not the Shindalid of the Shindalid Yud and not the Tsadik Beis of Tzvos, right? So that's what the Gemara is telling us. Then the Gemara says, Rabbi Yossi, says, Tzvos Kulo Forget about Sadik Beis of Tzvos, you can erase the whole word. He says, because Shalom Nikra Tzvos Ella Al-Shem Yisrael. Hashem, the name Tzvos is not a real name of Hashem describing him. It's just, he's called that because of his relationship to the Jewish people because the Jewish people are called Tzvos. And he goes ahead and, and quotes this week's Parsha. Shenemah, as the passage says, Sivosai as Ami Yisrael from this week's Parsha. Hashem said, I took my nation, my Tzvos, my armies, my host, out of Mitzrayim. So Rabbi Yossi, here we have an argument between Rabbi Yossi and the Chachamim. What's the story with the name Tzvoz? The Chachamim seem to say Tzvoz is a name of Hashem, just Tzadik Beis isn't. If Yossi says the whole name is not a real name of Hashem. It's only Hashem is called that way um, because of his relationship with the Jewish people. Now, it's actually not clear what the Halacha is in that Machuilk. the different Rishonim and that Gemara and the Poskim have a debate about the name Tzvoz itself doesn't have the sanctity of a name of Hashem. There are some of the Poskim 1... The, in some pass and the other, but it's interesting that it's only about this name that we have this machlokus, mm-hmm. right? We don't have any such machlokus about the name Elohim or the Aleph Nun Nud or the Shin Dalel Yud. All of those are names of Hashem. This is the one name of Hashem concerning which there's a machlokus. Is it really a name of Hashem or is it not? Why? Why is that? So there's a very interesting another gemara we're putting together here from a sechta brachos, and it says when is the first time in Tanakh Hashem is called with this name? Mm. Again, in this week's parsha, it's talking about the Jewish people. When is the first time in Tanakh that Hashem is called the name Sounds like you want to say, "No, Okay, so it's the Gemara Brachas. I'm trying to impress you, but it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know he just being humble there, right? <laughs> okay, so the Gemara Baruchas. Very beautiful shikle um, Gemara. It talks about. Um, and this is Chana, Chana, the, the mother of Shmuel, Shmuel right? And Chana is in the Holy Temple, or in the Mishkan, in Shiloh, and she's davening to Hashem. The passage says, neder vatomar Hashem tzvos. She made a neder, she made an oath, and says, if Hashem will give me a son, I will give him over to be a you know disciple of Hashem for all of his life. And she is the one who, for the first time ever, said Hashem's voice. On Rabbi Yalazer, Rabbi Eleazar says in the Gemara, from the day Hashem created the world, She is the first person. We don't have it in Chomesh, not in Breish, Chumash, Nobody. None of them until Chana. Chana Hanavia, who is the mother of Shmuel Hanavi, of course, she is the first one who actually calls Hashem with this name. And the Gemara says something fascinating. Chana talks to Hashem. She says, Master of the world. From all of the vast armies and the hosts of heavens and everything that you've created, you can't give me one son. <laughs> you created such a vast empire and creations. All I'm asking is for one child. What does this compare to? There was a king of flesh and blood Who made a feast for his servants One poor person comes Stands by the doorway He says to the people "They're truly Give me a piece of food Give me something No one listened No one looked at him so the pauper pushes his way in and goes up to the king. He says, My master, the king, right? You made this fa- this fabulous feast of so much food. You can't find one piece of bread for me. The poor person asks the king. So the Gemara says, That's a mushel for the way Chana um, refers to Hashem. She says, Hashem will locate So And Svos is the vastness of creation, all of the vast creations. He so says, you've created so much, I'm asking for one son, one child. But the point of this story, of this Gemara, is that it was Chana who was the first one who called Hashem with this name. And that's the reason why this name is different than all the other names. It's not a name that appears in Chumash, right? We have, I mean, although there's 24 books of, of the Torah, Shabbat Shabbat written in Torah, but clearly the five books of Chumash are on a different level yeah. than the 19 books of Prophets. The books of Chumash, that's the word of Hashem, straight out. The words of prophet, obviously prophecy is from Hashem, but it's on a lesser level of of Kedusha. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact, mitzvahs, right? There's no, all the 613 mitzvahs must be based on the Chumash. If something comes from one of the prophets, it's holy, it's wonderful, it's not a mitzvah. It's not one of the 613. So therefore, by the fact that the name was never mentioned as a name of Hashem in the Torah. And the actual Chomish, but only one of the Nevi, and later a, a Nevi, I'm mention it, that puts it already in a different level, which is the reason why we have this debate between Rabbi Yossi and the Chachamim, mm-hmm. as, did, did it, you know, attain that level of sanctity of being called one of the Shiva Shei Sheinon Nimchakin, right? One more interesting concept, and that's in a Midrash, the Parsha Shemos. The Parsha Shemos was two Parsha's ago, and you'll recall, in Parsha Shemos there was this discussion where the Jewish people asked uh, Moshe, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not not the Jew. Moshe tells Hashem, they're gonna ask me what's Hashem's name. Right? And Moshe turns to Hashem and says, Well what's what's your name? Right? So there's a Madrish. Um, 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 Hashem turns to Moshe and says, Shmi atam you're asking my name, Leida to know my name. Lafi Maisai Ani Nikra. I am called based on my actions, based on what I'm doing, that's what my name is. Paamim, shani Nikrabashem, Bik Bekel Shadite, Tsvaos, Elohim, Hashem. Hashem says, I have, I have all different types of names. It depends what I'm doing. And he explains. He says, Kishani donasabrios, when I'm judging my creations, and inokim. Elohim. elohim is the name of judgment. Kishani osem milchamma when I'm waging battle against the wicked and nikra tsvaos. The, the, that name, that name of again which, uh, the army name the, the, the vastness, that's what I use when I go to battle, says Hashem Kishanitola alchatov shel Odom, when I am when I'm forgiving for a person's sins Ani nikra ilshadai Kishanimirachim alilomi when I'm uh, being merciful to my world Ani nikra Hashem, that's the Shem Hashem, she'in Hashem alimidus rachamim, shenemar Hashem Hashem kilrachum vachanchim so basically, Hashem says that His v- different names um, represent different characteristics and different behaviors of Hashem. So let's zoom into Sivuos. What was Sivas for? When I'm going to battle against the wicked, when I'm going to battle against the Rishaim, when when <clears throat> Hashem is going to battle against the Rishaim, that's talking about Hashem in a very um, dealing with that which is wicked, that which is negative. We might call that a lower expression of Hashem's relationship. He's dealing with the wicked. So we see Tzvaos always gets the uh, the short straw, if you will. It's the way mm-hmm. Hashem. It's the way Hashem is connecting with something lower, right? It's not mentioned in Chumash. It's not in the actual Chumash. It first comes around with uh, with uh, Chana, right? And it's the way Hashem deals with Rishonim, and it's the way Hashem deals as <laughs> as Rabbi Yossi said in the Gemara. It's just the way Hashem is called based on his relationship with others. It's not Hashem for himself. Basically, it boils down to that Sivos is not a name that defines Hashem for himself on his own, but rather it's the way Hashem is connecting with the worldly, the wicked. It's the way he's expressing himself, connecting with something lower. And that's why it's not in the Chumash. And that's why there's even this question, is it one of the divine names or not? Be that as it may, we become connected to that name when we leave Mitzrayim. When we believe Mitzrayim, we become Hashem's nation and we have a mission in this world of bringing Godliness into this world. So that name of Hashem, that's a lower level name, but a name that Hashem connects to the world through that name. A way that Hashem expresses Himself in the world becomes the name that becomes associated with us when we leave Mitzrayim. And that's the the first part. As we, um, so that's the idea that connected to Mentes, right, Tuma kind of thing? They were in a low level and their idea was to bring themselves out of it and pick themselves up. Yeah. But now they're becoming the representatives of Hashem to this world. As we leave Mishraim and become Hashem's nation, we receive the Torah, we become Hashem's representatives to this world. We connect to this name of Hashem that connects Hashem to the world and the worldly and brings Hashem into the world through our Torah that we're going to do in this world. That is as far as tzvos as it relates to Hashem. In part two, I want to talk about exactly what that word means. And what it means for us that we're called Hashem's tzvos. So, and really this is a very interesting thing I want to share with you. And that is this Shabbos, t- tonight is the 7th of Shvat, Right? This Shabbos is the 10th of Shvat. 10th of Shvat is the Yortzite of Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, who's the previous Lubavitcher he, Rabbi Yosef is the one who was in Russia. He was in jail for uh, fighting for Yiddishkeit there in Stalinist Russia. Then he came to America in 1940, and he was here. And he passed away in 1950, on Shabbos, the tenth of Shvat in 1950. Right, his son-in-law became a successor and became known as the Rebbe. Right, but he was the previous one before Rabbi Yosef Now Rabbi Yitzhak, before he passed away, he gave out a minor, a Hasidic discourse to be learned. On that day that he passed away. He didn't tell everyone he's passing away. I don't know what he knew or didn't know. But he gave a mimer to be given out for that Shabbos, the 10th of Shrat. That mimer started with a pusik in Shir Hashirim, Basi Legani Achosi Kala. Which is, uh, Hashem says, I've come to my garden, my sister, my bride. And that has become a mimer in Chabad that's uh, synonymous with the 10th of Shabbat. Every year on the 10th of Shabbat we go over that mimer because he gave that out to be learned on this Shabbos okay now in that my he discusses many things one of the things he discusses is Tzvo'os and why we're called tzvos. what is the deeper meaning of that and he says and he breaks it down and says there's three meanings to the word tzvos, and each of them has a powerful message to us why we're why we are called Hashem tzvos. what are the three meanings he says Gimel Pirushim B'Shem Sava. One is Chaya. That's an army. That's the most common one. We think of it, Sava. Right? What's the Israeli army called? Tzva, uh, right? Sava. Sava Haganah. It's an army. So, Tzahal stands for Tzava, right? So, the first Pshat in Sava is army. The second one, Sava, is time. We'll see the source for that in a moment. And the third is Tzivyon and Yofi, which is beauty. Beauty and color. And all of and he, he analyzes the three different meanings of tzavah and explains why the fact that we're called tzivos Hashem, this sava of Hashem, is meaningful in on every one of those levels. Okay. So the first one is the easy one. right? That's the obvious one. Piroshah, Pasha, the simple shot of tzavah is an army, is a, is a battalion. Chayolayat tzavah. So if we're called tzivos Hashem, that means we are soldiers of Hashem. What would that mean that we're soldiers of Hashem? Very simple. We have a mission. We have, to, we have to accomplish in this world. And what do we have to accomplish? We have to bring kedusha, bring holiness into a world that otherwise uh, doesn't seem that holy. Right? Um, it's a world of, it's many times called a world of darkness. In fact, the Hebrew word for world is? Olam. Olam also means concealed, right? Helam is to be concealed, because godliness is very concealed in this world. He's there, he created the world, he's there in the world, but he gives each and us, each and every one of us a neshama. The neshama is like a candle, as the passage says, Neir Hashem Nishma Saddam. He says, take your candle and make the world light. And that's our collective, it's our personal job and our collective job. To bring, to be an Urla going to be a light for the nations, to bring the light of Kedusha into the world. So we're like soldiers with a mission, with a battle. We have darkness, we have things we have to battle and overcome in order to bring Hashem's light into the world. So the simple message of that is to devote ourselves to the commands of Hashem and the generals. Who are the generals of the army? The tzaddikim. The tzaddikim, who Hashem puts in every generation to teach us and to guide us, and just like soldiers in the army have to devote themselves and fulfill their, their, um, their duties and their commands with um, simple faith, and uh, a soldier doesn't start thinking, does it doesn't make sense or does not make sense, you got to listen, and you got to follow orders, and that's it. In the army, there's no room for anything else than following orders. Even sometimes, it requires misir as nefesh. It requires, even a person might have to, a soldier, might have to give his life for the battle. And our dedication to Hashem has to be complete Fulfill his Terra mitzvahs, the missions of the Terra mitzvahs in every way, even if sometimes, if it comes to that, although it shouldn't. Or p'kide, p'kide officers. The officers, the high ranking officers. officers. Mifak, is that the language used today too? yeah, officers. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yep. Okay, that's the first path of Sava. What's the second one? So I said the second one is Isman. Sava means a time. Where do we see that? So here's a Pasuk in Eiv. Eve chapter seven says, "Hello, leEnosh Ale Every person has a time in this world. Ukime Yamav. It's like a person who has is rented for a certain period of time. And the pasuk says in Eve, he says nobody lives forever, and everybody has a destiny, and everyone has a time that's predestined. How much they're going <laughs> to live, and it's up to us to use that time well, to use the time because time doesn't come back. No. Right? Everything else does. You know, money, these things that we particularly are very concerned about, that you can lose, you can get it back. But time, a person has their time and one is supposed to use their time. And that's the, that's the second shot with Sivos Hashem. We're Hashem's soldiers and Hashem's army and each of us is given a, a, a destined or predestined amount of time how much we have to fulfill our individual specific mission in this world. And therefore the haura, the message that is, Everyone has a limited time. A limited time. To fulfill one's shlichus, one's mission, one's purpose, ba'olam, in this world. There's another puzzle that talks about that as well, and that's in Tehillim, chapter 139. And we say, David Amalekh uh, says, We say, Hashem, you saw me when I was still a golem. What is a golem? Even before I had life. You, Listen, let's keep this civil, right? Okay, exactly. the argument yeah. That's when we finish the class. You, know, you you're being recorded. You know? <laughs> so Golmiro okay. yeah. so okay. so, Golmi Gol uh, it means that even before we a soul was blown into our bodies, just our body itself. Hashem knows us the way we are. Hashem knows our, uh, who we are. All of us are written, inscribed in your Sefer, everything we do. You form days, and you've given each one their unit of time, their unit of days. So we're saying, Hashem, you know me very well. All All of my actions are in your book. You've given me my time. You've given me my place in this world, my time, in order to accomplish what you need of me. And that's something that a yid has to remember. Um, Time is a precious gift, and we've been given it, we've been entrusted with it, in order to use it properly in fulfilling our shlichus in this world. So that's the second pshat, in being tzivos Hashem. We're we're soldiers in the army of Hashem, and we're people with time. A time that was given to us in order to fulfill our mission. (coughs) Finally, tzava also means yofi. Yofi, which is beauty. Beauty and colors coming together. Where do we see that? So here we have an interesting Gemara. Misachti Rosh Hashanah. The Amr Yeshua Balevi said, "Kol B'Komasan Nivru. All creations were created in the way that they stand and their full. Um, you know, they're, they're they're created to grow to their full height or stature. Ledaita Nivru. They were created with their das, with their mind, with their knowledge." they were created with their beauty. Everything was created in a beautiful way, the way Hashem gave everything its beauty. And it's Shemra, as the Pasuk says, Again, we have that word, that Hashem finished creating the world and all of its Tzva'am. Al tikri Tzva'am Says the Gemara there in Rosh Hashanah. Don't just say Hashem created a lot of things. He create, created beauty really? in creation. Everything has its own beauty. So on that Gemara, there's a Tosfos, and that's the next paragraph here. Tosfos says, lashon yofi." That's the beauty within creation. Kimol Like we talk about the uh, the the ateres is cool. the, that's the, the crown. Cool. <laughs> That's true. Tiferis, yeah, teres, same idea and, and Teresvi says whether it's an animal or a bird whatever it is when they grow Hashem created everything to be able to grow in beauty grow in strength grow in knowledge grow in stature when Hashem created every creation, He initially gave it its beauty and its stature and its growth. Hashem gave everything, everything that it would need, including its beauty. Torah says all of this comes from the word which Sigmar says means which means their beauty. What does that mean for us in our avodah, that we're soldiers of Hashem and we have to be devoted to Hashem's missions. And we have to recognize we have a special time, but we also have to concentrate on the beauty of our mission. What is he referring to here, in the beauty of the mission? And I'm sure there's different ways to understand it. The way the rabbi explains it in the Maimon, he says is, what makes something beautiful? If you think about a painting of colors, what creates beauty? Fusion of colors. Right? If it's just all the same, that's not beauty. Beauty is difference. And it says the same thing is when we um, focus on our shlichas and our doing our mission in this world. We have to remember each of us are different. Each of us brings something very different to the table. There is the big Talmud Chacham and then there is the Bal bil- 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 Tzedakah and then there is the person who Davins, well, the person who gives Tzedakah. Everyone has their own thing. The beauty of Klal Yisrael is that we're not all the same. We're not all doing the same thing. We're not all meant to be the same and do the same thing. Because we have the same Torah Mitzvahs, but everyone does it using their talents and their abilities and their strengths. And together, we create the beautiful completion of bringing Hashem into this world. And it's not good that way. It's not like, oh, well, we should have all been Sadiqim, but unfortunately, you know, we have to be. That's not the way Hashem made the world. Hashem made the world, as the Gemara says, shavos, just like there's no two faces that are the same shavos, there's no two minds that work the same way there's no two people that feel the same way about things and therefore everyone brings their own flavor to Yiddishkeit everyone brings their own flavor to Mitzvahs and everyone brings their own flavor to bringing Kedusha into this world and only when we all do it together do we have the beauty of Klal Yisrael working together bringing the Shekhinah into this world and that, he says, is the three messages why we're called Siva Hashem. We're Siva Hashem because we've got to be like soldiers devoted to our mission, whether we're in the mood or not, understand it or not, hot or cold, right? We're soldiers. We go to shul anyway, right? And What's the other thing? The next one was that we have to recognize that we're given a certain amount of time. It's not like time is endless and whenever I get to it, I'll do it. We have a time and we have to appreciate each other and recognize that it's only through doing it together and appreciating the differences of each other that we're able together to fulfill that mission that Hashem gave us, which started when we left Mitzrayim and we received the Torah and goes all the way till the coming of Mashiach. May it be speedily in our time. With the, with the mimer that you